Welcome to Enneagram Conversations with Jackie Brewster and Courtney Barman, where you'll uncover and discover more about yourself and others through the helpful tool of the Enneagram. I'm your host, Julie Underwood. Today, we have a special guest with us, Kate Halleck. Welcome, Kate. Hi, thank you guys for having me. Thank you for being here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I live in Georgia and I have three daughters and I'm an author and my first book just came out. And so, yeah, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. How old are your daughters? They are 15, 13 and six. So I'm doing all the things. Yes, you're doing all the things. It's a lot. The littlest one has kind of had to figure out um, that life is busy and she just kind of comes along for the ride for all the activities. Yes, I've got four. My youngest are twins, and they are finishing eighth grade right now. And so then they go into high school, and then I'm almost done. Like, that feeling is so weird. Like So fast. And then it's over. I know. It goes by so fast. Um, And Julie's got a couple kids, too. I do. I have two little boys, uh, eight and nine, and um, it did not feel fast this year. (laughs) It felt a little painfully slow. (laughs) But, yes, they are getting bigger. This has been a challenging one. So we're pushing through. We're getting to the end of elementary school. Well, we're kind of in the middle-ish. So we'll get there. All right. So you mentioned that you've written a book, Kate, and our audience is going to be really excited to hear about it. It's a really unique concept. Can you kind of tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So I wrote a murder mystery. And the thing that's kind of unique about it is that it's an Enneagram murder mystery, which I believe I have invented So there are nine suspects in the murder, and each one is a different number on the Enneagram. So you're not only trying to figure out who's the murderer, but also which character is which number. So it adds kind of an extra layer of puzzle to the book. It's amazing. You guys, I have my hands on this book. I have started this book. I am so excited about this book. Um, The concept is so unique. You're right. I don't think that there's anything out there like this right now. I have so many questions that we're going to have to ask you as we get into today. But before we do that. (laughs) Before we do that, Kate, we love to introduce our guests with just a few questions to get to know you. Are you up for that? Absolutely. Yes. All right. What is your go-to Starbucks order? Oh, I don't drink coffee. I'm not a coffee person at all. So if I go to Starbucks with people, I will either have a tea, which I prefer like an English breakfast, but most of the teas at Starbucks are like fruity and I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I never know what to get, Um, but, or I'll just get like a hot chocolate. And then the hot chocolate's like bitter. So then I'm like, extra whipped cream. What is your favorite book of all time? A book of all time is probably this book called Bloody Jack, which I, so few people have ever even heard of it. But I picked it up at the library, and it's just a really fun story about this orphan girl in England and uh, in uh, like the early 1900s, I guess. Her her family dies of the Spanish flu, and she pretends to be a boy so that she can get a job um, on a ship, working as a ship's boy. And anyway, she has to pretend she's a boy, and like it's just like piratey stuff. It's it's just a fun book. I really like it. It's like a spin on Mulan. All right, Kate. And finally, what is your Enneagram type? Or do we have to go through the murder mystery to figure out your Enneagram type No, you can know mine right off the bat. It's an, I'm a nine. Nines are usually the readers. I feel like a lot of nines are readers. That's true. Yeah. Nines and fives. I feel like we're, we're in the bookstore. Yeah. I love that. So, and even thinking about the nine and um, taking on a big project like this and putting your 
like your, your talent and gift out into the world. How are you feeling about that? I feel really sweaty and nervous about it. My, my, when it came out just a a week or two ago, it came out and I just, I called my mom and I said, I just feel like I'm being so loud. Mm. Like I'm just, I put my book out there and I'm just, I feel very loud right now. Like, I don't know. So um, it it has been, that part of it's been a little bit hard because I do, I do struggle with like, does my voice matter? and, And is it important for me to do this? And also it was hard for me to write it because it was such a big task, but there's a book called Bird by Bird by Anne Lamont, which is about writing. And she talks about the title of the book comes from a project that her brother was doing and he got overwhelmed and he couldn't do it. It was a project about birds. And his dad said, just do it bird by bird, one bird at a time. And that has been, and I, you know, I read the whole book, but that little nugget has been really huge for me. And as far as like, I don't have to write a book today. What I have to do to write today is like figure out how they're going to get, you know, from from here to there, this one step, we can do that today. And then I can sit down and relax and not think anymore for the rest of the day. That is absolutely how you write a book. When people say like, how do you do that? It's bit by bit by bit by bit. And it's not necessarily in order either. Yeah. Like, it, you know, like you're, everybody has a different writing style. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I've got to lay it all out on like paper on my dining room table to know where I'm going. I need like a map. I did the same thing. I, after maybe uh, the first third of the book, I had to cut it, literally print it out, cut it up and then figure out how they were going to fit together. And then once I kind of got it going, then it, then it was easier to keep it, you know, I'd have to print it and cut it again, but. Well, following up with you guys, what, what you guys were saying, Kate, as an Enneagram nine, what has been the most challenging piece of authoring a book? I know you mentioned getting it out in front of people, but has there been another part of the process that you were like, oh, this was a lot harder than I thought? I mean, the writing wasn't hard because I got to be by myself and do it at my own pace. Um, but the part that's been really hard for me is the now the marketing and like building your Instagram and like putting yourself out and making the cute little videos where you like, you know, what do you give voice over the things? And like, that's just, it's so not me and it's so not nine. And so I can't do that because, you know, you want your Instagram to be you. So I'm still kind of figuring out what that means for me, but it that part makes me sweaty and awful. I totally understand that. How do you find your voice or your niche on socials? But this book, there's nothing like it. Let me ask you, how long did it take you to write this book? It took me a year and a half to write it, which is pretty good. I mean, for me, I, I thought I was pretty pleased with it, but I was having so much fun writing it that it just like, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. So when my kids were in school, I was writing it. And then, so it was, I was able to get it done, which was good. Okay. So this is such a brilliant idea. I love that the readers have to figure out not only who did it, but what each Enneagram type, um, how did you come up with that idea? Like what, how did you even figure this out? I'm so curious. Well, what happened was that I became obsessed with the Enneagram and I wanted to talk to everyone I knew about it. Mm-hmm. You guys may relate to that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the people in my life, my life were like, that's great. And let's talk about it a little bit, but then like there's other things in life to talk about. And so I was like, well, I just need to keep my brain on this subject. So I just was like, I want to write something about this. And then the second thing was really that um, I was trying to diagnose all the people in my life and not always being able to know that I was right or not because I don't know them and I don't know how their brain works. And even if sometimes they knew their Enneagram number and sometimes I wasn't sure that they were right. And sometimes they haven't even looked into it. And so I was kind of just like, I want 
to write something where we can say and have the answer, like people can figure out actually, like there is an actual answer of what they are and we can like diagnose these people. When did you first start getting interested or how even did you start getting interested in the Enneagram? I was um, interested in my kids and how they're so different. And I wanted to learn about like how to better parent them. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to Karen Stubbs. She's got a podcast called Wire Talk. So she did a whole thing on your kids and their temperaments, which is not the Enneagram, but it's easier to diagnose and you, you can figure it out younger, like six-ish, I think. And so, and there's only four of them and it's a lot easier to kind of put people in boxes. And so I did a deep dive on that and I wanted to talk to everybody I knew about it. And everybody I knew was like, no, we're all talking about the Enneagram. And I was like, I want to talk about the temperaments because I just learned this. And they were like, no. So finally I was like, I'll just read about the Enneagram so that I can talk to people about personality in general. And then I just was obsessed from reading the, I read the road back to you and immediately was like, okay, I'm going to let this take over my life for a while. Yeah, that happened to me 12 years ago, and here I am. Um, What are your kids' numbers? Do you know? Well, I'm not sure. My oldest, my 15-year-old, I think she's a nine, but she's got a lot of six. So I think it's, um, A, she is in a relationship with someone who I think is a six. So she's merging. And also nines go to six in stress, and high school's a little stressful. So I think she's a nine, but she could be a six. We're, We're on the fence. And lately... She wants to know, but she doesn't want to read the book. So I've been, she's like, ask me a scenario between safety and peace and let's see what I pick. And so I'm like, okay, you're driving off a cliff, but you don't want to tell your friend she's a bad driver. Like which one, you you know, so we're trying to figure it out and we have fun with it, but I'm not sure. And then my 13 year old is, well, she's ADHD. And I'm wondering, have you guys done anything on, I want to kind of look into like how neurodivergence Mm -hmm. affects Mm -hmm. your Enneagram because Mm -hmm. uh, ADHD kids are really impulsive and that comes off as kind of a seven, but she's also like a deep feeler. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think she's a four. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. And the six year old, I don't know. She's going to be president. She might be an eight. I don't know. She's, she's like a one in our family that's like got strong opinions. It is so interesting. Like I think becoming aware of them and their temperament for sure, as well as um, kind of what motivates them, like what's below the surface of their behaviors. And I do think watching my kids grow through the years has been interesting. And um, my, my oldest is a five, he's 21. And you could kind of figure that one out just by behavior. Um, but my second daughter, she's, she's 19 and she's an Enneagram six. She took a long time. It wasn't until she was up in high school that I was like, Oh, because she's strong and assertive and she is, she is independent, but not, not like an eight. Like I'm like, she got some eight tendencies. And then as we unpacked things and I saw her in the real world, she's a six. And I was like, oh, you're actually cautious and nervous and you move towards us for help. And it just, things really started to make sense. And then the twins, the twins were a little bit easier. Um, I think there was a lot of trauma involved in the birth of my twins. And so there's just been a lot of um, trauma, (laughs) drama, trauma, all of it for like birth forward. And so they were a little bit, I think easier for me to figure out it's their job to figure it out. But what they present as is a four and an eight. Interestingly for the next book, because fours want to be unique. I was thinking about having a twin four in the next book because they want to be unique and it would be hard for a four, I think to be a twin. 
It is hard. She, she says like, I love their, they are so close, like two peas in the pod. They are so close, but she said, it's really hard being a twin because everybody compares me to her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she's, so even I took them, they had to go buy dresses for their eighth grade dance. And so grace, um, she's, she's my Enneagram eight. She's like, uh, none of my girls are tall, but if any of them were, she'd be my, my tall one at like five, one, she just has long legs too. So she looks taller than she is. Uh, so she puts on this dress and we're all like, oh, of course it just fits her like a glove. It's perfect right away, you know? And then her twin is like, looks at her and she's like, I don't even want to shop anymore. I don't even want to do this because they're just not the same. Hope is very short. Um, and, and petite, but they're just not the same. And so we started, you know, like dress shopping for hope. And then it was so funny because hope had picked, like, I'm going to pick this dark dress and this is what I'm going to do. And then I had brought her in like some sequency fun, shiny things. And she put them on and she was like, Oh, this is fun. I want to be fun. I want this to be. And it was so interesting to watch her differentiate herself and, and, and the confidence come out when she put something on that actually was a reflection of who she wanted to pres- like present herself to be. Um, and then her twin sister, we returned the other dress and got a black dress. <laughs> that was probably much more modest. Honestly, there's some things I don't, I just can't fight a lot right now. Um, but it was, it was just interesting to watch the two of them even figure that piece out as twins. So twins in another book, like if you're writing in something, yeah, that would be interesting. Are you going to write, are you, so are you writing another Enneagram kind of book? I'm going to do another murder mystery. I'm going to keep the same detective and uh, just do some more. Cause why not? It's so fun. Why not? Yes. I, why not? I love, I love series. Like I love books that have series and I love when I find something I love, I love to just mm-hmm. keep like, yes, more, yeah. more please. Okay. As you developed those, those characters, how much research did you have to do? Well, I really felt like I just wanted their motivations to be right. And then, you know, like they say, anybody can do anything, you know, so I couldn't really get it too wrong because as long as they were motivated by the core desire of that type, then, you know, I had a little bit of flexibility and people might say, well, a three wouldn't do that or four wouldn't do that. But of course they would, because they're all, you know, different. So, yeah, I mean, you always have to research like murder, murdery things. And it's actually, you know, how Google now knows like what you've looked at. And so like, that's, it's like not good. My, my Google ads are like really weird. That is, yeah. I didn't think about that part of it. Those Google histories on that. Yeah. Cool. Um, Okay. I love that. I love that, that you talked about the Enneagram motivations as well, because when we talk about the Enneagram system, everybody looks at personalities and like, well, this is what they show up as. But what the, the Enneagram is actually looking at is the motivation what's below the surface. Why are we doing what we're doing? Those core desires, core fears, heart lung messages. You're right. That is right where they are. And so, um, Oh my gosh. I'm excited about this book. I hope that our audience is excited about this book. If you are an Enneagram fan, and you love a good mystery, this book is for you, for sure. I love that. Kate, I also was thinking, um, when you get into the Enneagram, you said you got like really deep in really quickly. You tend to kind of, for lack of a better word, diagnose people and their numbers. So I feel like this book just kind of is a proponent of that as well. Like I, I was in a PTO meeting recently and I was like, oh, the president's an eight and that lady's a four and that lady's a six and that lady's... (laughs) So I actually walked up to somebody and I said, 
do you know about the Enneagram? Like, <laughs> yes, I am an eight with an eight wing and an eight um, <laughs> motivation. And so like, I was like, I was right, yay. But um, I, I think this is just kind of fun. It's like, it's like a little game a little bit. Not that people can be diagnosed, but I do feel like I can immediately adjust a expectations or b how I approach a situation, um, how that person's going to hear what I'm trying to say based on the Enneagram. And it has, it has been life-changing. And like you said, even with my children, it's been helpful. And I'm not, I haven't pinpointed them perfectly, but there are days that I'm like, oh, I've got your number. Literally, I've got your number. Why they do what they do. And I think me being a nine and understanding other numbers and watching other people my whole life has really helped me to be able to like, oh yeah, that's why they're doing that. Or that makes more sense now. So Kate, can you share with our audience where they can order your book? Yes. Well, you can get it on Amazon or um, Barnes and Noble has it. Yeah. Those are the main two where people get books, right? So. And once again, it's called Nine Ways to Die. So Kate, you also have a podcast. Tell us about your podcast. Where can we find you on social media too? I do. Uh, well, on social media, I'm at Kate Halleck Writes and I have a website, katehalleck.com. And the, um, the podcast is on there, but it's also on all the places you get podcasts. It's called Nine Ways to Mother. Well, season one is about motherhood. So it's called Nine Ways to, and then season one, it's just nine episodes. Um, and there's only two up right now, but but uh, I'm getting my act together on the other ones. Then they're not in order. And I know the ones are going to go crazy because I'm not interviewing them like one, two, three, four, five. But um, anyway, yeah, you can get it on my website or find it on wherever you get podcasts. Based on the Enneagram number? Yes. So I'm just interviewing one mom from each number. Yeah. And like how that affects their motherhood. That is a great concept. I love that because man, they are so different, right? Like every single mom is so different and your Enneagram number affects that. And sometimes my son, I think wishes I was maybe more of a structured mom. And I'm like, listen, dude, you got a seven. So your bedtime (laughs) might not be the same ever. And I just don't really know what to tell you. That's fine. I think most kids would want a seven as a parent. You think so. And I don't know. We're both seven. So my kids, I'm super structured. That is one thing that that's different about Julie and I am super structured. Um, but I am always like, we're going to have a good time. You hear me? We're going to have a good time. So going to the mall yesterday with my twins, I'm like, let me set the tone in the stage for this thing. We're going to have a good time. Um, if you have an issue, you're going to walk away. I don't want to hear about it. You like, we're going to put smiles on our faces. So like, um, not that I minimize their emotions. I don't, but going into a situation that I think this should be mother daughter fun time. Yeah. Right. And then don't their 14 year old twins yeah, that them all. don't love to shop like their mother does. Um, and then my 19 year old, she shops like me. So there's always this tension of like, you like her better. I'm like, no, she's just easier. She just like, mm-hmm. you know, like she's going to, she wants me to buy them all. You guys want me to buy like two things and I want to buy more because I'm a seven. So I'm always like, buy more. You know, my husband's like, take the twins, not, not (laughs) Ashley. So I'm so excited about this podcast too. You've got such great stuff going on. I am so excited to watch you just grow and and your platform grow and your influence grow in this uh, Enneagram space. I'm really excited about that for you, Kate. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your support and having me on the show. I'm just excited about all of it. I think I found my summer read. I, I have a very hard time pushing through books, Kate. And so if, if I push through your book, I'll be texting you and being like, hey, 
I finished a book for the first time in six years. So yay! that would be a testament to your, to your writing style and the fact that it's about the Enneagram. So it'll keep me interested the entire time. <laughs> my, my friends who have been reading it, who have my phone number will text me and be like, oh, I'm sure this is so-and-so is a such and such. Like they're trying to figure out the numbers. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you till you're done. Thanks so much, Kate, for being here and joining us today. And I definitely cannot wait to check out this book. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking with y'all. Thank you for joining us today. Join us next time as we continue our conversations about the Enneagram and what it means for your relationships. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And while you're there, we'd love for you to leave a review. Your kind words help others find the show. For more great Enneagram content, you can follow Jackie and Courtney on Instagram at Enneagram with JB and Courtney B. Coaching. To learn more about Jackie and her resources on the Enneagram, you can visit her at EnneagramWithJB.com. We'll see you next time on Enneagram Conversations.